Yes, yes, yes. This is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBAC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney, the Southside Bum. Dougie, mate, mate, Dougie hey, mate. Is- He's back from Australia. His unauthorized, unapproved PTO. He's he's back. So we got the four man crew again. Uh, Dougie, welcome back, man. Good to see you. Ah, good to see you too. <laughs> so did you, did you uh, pick up the accent there? Like how? Uh, were you starting to talk like all the Aussies down there? There were certain things that I started, uh, like my voice started turning with it. And yeah, I was like, I was like, oh shit. I'm like, I got to knock this shit off. Not oh shit. You got to say blimey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this. Dougie, you know Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there are like so many fucking like myths in things that just absolutely pissed me off. One, you know, everybody talks about how big the fucking spiders are there. I didn't see one goddamn spider the entire trip. Okay. You gotta go to the Three weeks and I didn't yeah, I didn't see one spider. I didn't see any kangaroos. Obviously, they didn't want to fight me, so no big deal there. This is the one thing that was super blasphemy for me as a beer guy. Foster's Australian for beer. I didn't see one goddamn can of it. I didn't see it anywhere. Really? It's, it's Foster it's Foster's American for beer apparently because I asked a few people nobody even knew what the fuck I was talking about. That's so, some that's ridiculous. That's some cultural yeah, appropriation by whoever whoever's selling it in the United States. Is it not an Australian uh, beer? I mean it is, but I, Yeah, I mean I just I saw it nowhere and trust me, I went to plenty of bars. When um, when the Simpsons went when Bart went to Australia, they had Fosters like in the I show, like I, I couldn't did, find it anywhere. Did you play knifey spoonie? I did not play <laughs> knifey spoonie. <laughs> I say uh, you played uh, knifey spoonie before. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, another thing, you know, throw another shrimp in the Barbie. They don't even call them shrimp down there, they're called prawns, and yeah, and but they do barbecue fucking everything. So yeah, I uh, like that. And not only right not only that. They're weird as fuck. They put barbecue sauce on everything. Oh, everything. that's my. I'm I'm moving to Australia now, man. That's I fucking dude. slather everything in barbecue sauce, dude. So I sit down for breakfast. I get myself an omelet, and they had like some, you know, like uh, diced up potatoes, you know, like home fry style or whatever with the peppers and stuff. And so I put a little ketchup on the thing, and the guy leans over to me and he's like, "Did you just put ketchup on your eggs?" And I'm like, "I'm like, no, it was on the potatoes." And he goes, oh, okay, I was just wondering. And then he slathers his omelet with fucking barbecue sauce. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know? Eggs and barbecue sauce? Eggs and barbecue sauce, dude. Eggs and barbecue sauce. I mean, it's kind of crazy, but I I might do it this weekend. I don't know. Now I'm interested to try it. (laughs) If if I get like a skillet, you know, like like a skillet with some bacon and some sausage, some barbecue sauce might not be a bad idea. I'm telling you, dude, it's it's wild. Um, some of the other things that were weird too, uh, I saw a lot of people, they had lasagna one night, people were putting Tabasco sauce on lasagna. Didn't get that. Um, but the weird thing was the McDonald's. Okay. So these McDonald's were, when you're in Sydney, Sydney was kind of like super American and everything like that. Um, like on steroids. Uh, there were a few items that like, I was like, Whoa. So there's one, one photo that I got of a Big Mac, but 
it's not just a Big Mac. It's a Big Mac on steroids. Okay. So check this thing out. Big Mac with four fucking patties. It's a double Big Hell Mac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Double Make Big Mac double. or whatever. Hey, yeah. How many? Is, is that is that calories in in conversion of six six thousand five thousand six hundred yeah. calories or yeah dude I, I was trying to figure it out but i was like I, I can't even figure this shit out but i i like how like in every single slide in the lower 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 corner they just go looking for a lighter option here's a water and a salad you loser you know yes. like <laughs> yeah i like how it says right here average adult intake is eighty seven thousand kjs what the hell is a yeah. kj is that it's like it's like kilo, I, kilowatts <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. And then they had a they had a breakfast sandwich Kangaroo or whatever, and, and the uh, the the breakfast sandwich. There it is: barbecue sauce, bacon, and cheese toast. That sounds awesome. Oh, it's, to- it's toasty. Yeah. yeah, barbecue, bacon, cheese, toasty. Yeah, so this is this isn't McDonald's. It's it's like McMaca. Is that what it? Go back to the other slide, Peter. Yeah, I'm coming. There we go. So the rewards, my maca's rewards. Yeah, my maca's. Yeah, right. it. it I, yeah, I don't know, dude. It was, it was, it was really weird. Um, a couple of the other things that were kind of weird at McDonald's too was you could tell that that's where they kicked off the McCafe, because like those McCafes, you walked in and they were like Starbucks. They had like slices of fucking bread and everything like that, you know, like the loaf breads and, you know, croissant sandwiches and shit like that. But the one thing that I did try was I tried the Mighty McMuffin. So the Mighty McMuffin is a McMuffin sandwich, egg, Australian bacon, barbecue sauce, sausage patty, and a hash brown all in one sandwich. That sounds like a Mailman Jack concoction. I think he just does that. Like for fun, yeah, yeah. we gotta so we gotta was... do the mailman Jack uh, like uh, McDonald's meals because he, he kind of <laughs> makes his own his own concoctions okay. and I, they look good. I love that yeah, Dougie went to Australia, but he's still eating McDonald's over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah. man, when you get, when, I know when it's different. I know that, it's you know, no, I know it's meal. I know it's different. Yeah, I I I would have I oh, would have yeah. tried those as well too, but yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, we just said it was that four patty Big Mac. You said you yeah. tried that one, right? Fatty Big Mac. No, 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 no. I didn't try. The only oh. thing I tried was the ah, one breakfast pussy. sandwich. Yeah. No. Yeah. Go back. Okay. Go back and try it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think wanted to have a heart attack. That could have been good yeah. content right there, I, man. Like we need the YouTube. I, we get those views up so we can get like start taking fucking you know donations or whatever you call them. Well, the, the super chats. The thing that I, you know what's funny is like they were actually coming out looking like the pitcher. Okay, so they were like that big. I'm like watching these people while I'm waiting for my daughter's food and they're trying to take a bite of this thing and they're smashing it down and you're still not getting like but half of it, you know, like you're you're like biting on the side of it. But anyway, um, yeah, so that was some some weird stuff. Um, The uh, Mark Davis haircut is a fucking thing out there. (laughs) I mean, I got a picture of that. It's seriously. It's you wouldn't believe how many people rock that haircut, dude. It, I it was it was just I don't know. So while he's, he's eating gone McDonald's, his his yeah, no. <laughs> whoever this poor Australian guy is is taking ricochet shot from the bums right now. He will never oh, see dude. it, but but he got sniped he, bad by Dougie. 
Yeah, yeah. He, you know what? He might be. He might be one of our new one percent Australian listeners. <laughs> Dude, shout out Dougie. Yeah, you you're doing the beer reviews, and we gained a bunch of Australian followers. Oh yeah, dude. I I will say so. Um, if you haven't checked out Dougie's beer chug, he did like what eight already? We're at ten right now, yeah. Ten right now. Okay, so yeah, Dougie yeah. did ten beer rating videos. Um, they're pretty good. And we got. I, I was trying to figure out why we got so many new subs, and I was like, oh shit! Like Dougie's Australian videos are uh, or beer yeah. videos are getting us followers from across the globe. So, uh, very cool. Um. But yeah, now, dude, that sounds you sound like you had a fucking great time, man. It was. It was really awesome. It was. I highly recommend if you're ever the flight sucks, but um shout out to uh Yump and Swo. They uh they were telling me that I need to watch John Wick because I'm not a big movie guy. I've never seen a John Wick, so I watched all four in a row. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what'd yeah. you think? Uh last one was not super believable. Um, cool ending though. I mean, overall series is pretty gory and I like that. So shout out right before we move on, Brian S is in the comments, like doing math. Basically first, he told us that the KJs mean kilojoules. And then he says okay. one calorie equals 4.18 kilojoules. And then he did the conversion for that big ass Big Mac. And I lost it, but it's like, it's basically 1300, like, oh yeah, like 1340. 1300 calories. Yeah. Not too bad. You should have done it. Dougie. Yeah. yeah no, no, I mean, I isn't that like a normal American meal nowadays? 1340. I mean, it's a light snack. Was the, was the food, <laughs> did the food taste fresher down there though? Dougie, that's the question. The shit that I was eating. Yeah. Cause I was, I was mainly eating sushi and dim song and all that shit. So yeah, the stuff that I was having was just unbelievably awesome so um but uh so getting a little bit back to the mcdonald's so if you go out of sydney it becomes a super healthy australia so you go and so my daughter usually gets a six-piece chicken mcnugget happy meal you go like in other places it's only a three-piece and you got to ask for salt on the fries so all that shit like the double big mac not on the menu anything with barbecue sauce not on the menu most of the stuff you got to order with cheese because it doesn't come with cheese. Um, it totally different worlds. Totally. So different they're worlds. basically just getting the tourists all fat and happy. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah. All right. Oh, Dougie had a good vacation. Johnny, you had a good weekend. You were just all up in every single sporting event. You did Hawks. You did Bears. Like. I'm going to the home, yeah, Bulls home opener on Wednesday. Johnny Deportes. Oh. Yeah. It was yeah. Well, you know what? I, I will say one thing. I, I didn't plan this accordingly because um I forgot I had to go I had to go to the Bears game the same weekend as that uh Hawks home opener. So it was just <laughs> oh, a coincidence that that stuff kind of tied in each other. Yeah, I, I totally you know forgot. But you know, nonetheless, it was a great weekend, you know, and obviously I got to see, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, our White Sox Twitter, uh, you know, family as well, too. So that was that was great. So, um, but yeah, overall, it was, it was definitely, you know, I mean, obviously the outcome for the Hawks game would, you know, I wish they would have won because uh, I took yeah. the money line on that one and I had Connor Bedard getting the goal. So I had to, you know, had one of the two on that one. But, hey, the Bears won. So. 
that's what I was going to say. You basically were at like, I mean, seeing the Bears win at home is like a solar eclipse. This was a rarity. And you're uh, you were there. You could say I was there for the Bears first home win in a 380 something days. I might as well print out the shirts. I was there. Yeah, print yeah. The shirts. there you go. Hey, print the fucking shirts, man. But yeah, good. Good time for you, Johnny. Like, you know, good to get a win. Um, Bedard scored a, what, a minute and a half into uh, the game right there. So uh, that was that was pretty fucking cool. Um, yeah, good luck. Have fun at the home opener on Wednesday. Uh, should be hopefully the bear. The Bulls aren't as bad as they were last season. They're going to be bad. One can only hope. How was the how was the crowd at the United Center? I imagine so. So um, it, it was Dougie the, shaking the, his head. Yeah. So the um, obviously they did the whole pregame you know stuff about because it's just you know home home opener and they had all the players come out and obviously Bedard had like the biggest reaction out of anybody um you know when he came out um. There was a lot of booze when that they they were doing the whole um uh Rocky Wirtz. Of, of Rocky Wirtz, yeah. So um really yeah, there was a lot of yeah, there was a lot I of booze on on that. So but overall when 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 Connor Bedard scored that first goal, that place awesome. was fucking rocking. Like it was like it was like a playoff game, like type of goal. Like that that's how how, how loud that, that stadium was. Um the crowd was great. Like, obviously they were in it uh, somewhat for the first two periods, but then, you know, obviously LA, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Knights, um, they're a fucking good team. I mean, they're defending Stanley cup champs. So, I mean, you, uh, you know, it's progress, man. I didn't think that they're, you know, I thought they were going to, I thought that the Hawks were going to uh, pull away, you know, with that win, being at, you know, the home opener, being it's Bedard's first, um, first game as well too. I thought they would have pulled off the win, but you know, it didn't happen, but uh, but yeah, overall that that place was definitely rocking as if it was a playoff game. The Hawks fans are fucking incredible, man. You know yeah. what's crazy is yeah. like I, we knew this was going to be a rebuilding season, and we knew that you know baby steps, if you will. And I think once we started watching hockey, it, we realized this team is a little ways away. They're not only that, mm-hmm. but their schedule to start the year has been brutal. I mean, the Avs. Yeah. Uh, Colorado Avalanche is such a good team. It looked like night and day. It looked like a peewee squad versus a professional hockey team. And then the Knights right. again. It's a, it's they're a really good team, defending champions. So uh, the NHL has been they haven't they haven't given them an easy start. I feel like once they catch their footing, it'll be interesting to see how they develop. But this is that's what we're doing. We're watching the games, hoping they develop. I, I know Jason, you put out the the drinking rules tweet and I'm excited about it too cuz when we do our watch parties and we have people over, we're going to start doing the Blackhawks drinking rules again. But uh there's going to be games where we don't drink because uh they're just going to be chasing. There so was there was gotta, a lot of gotta, after I posted that there was a lot of non-drinking going on. Yeah. Um, so and if you want to be prepared for that. If you want to catch up on our drinking rules, go to our YouTube channel. Uh, I posted it's like a almost a two minute video of all the rules. We, we do have some personal other drinking rules that we do in person. So if you're interested in joining us for a little Hawks get together at the house, just say, Hey, can I come join you guys for a Hawks game? And we'll make sure you uh, get the full experience of, uh, of black Hawk hockey with the bums. Uh, there's some cool fun stuff that we do, but uh, look, look at me to this, this I'm like corporate casual, Jason today. I didn't even have time to go, go home and change. This was this was a like uh, 
yeah, you, 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 Peter, you actually changed, but me and Peter were at a, a event with uh, Maker's Mark, um, doing a little networking. And the event ran, for, it was downtown and ran from six to eight. We didn't know if we were going to make it back on time. Um, I'm sorry, Johnny. It was a, it was Dougie. I'm I wouldn't, sorry. I wouldn't, it, I wouldn't have gone anyways. I've been drinking all the fucking week and I'm drinking what I thought was it, water. It's, uh, repelled. We're, we're working on a Maker's Mark, uh, private barrel pick in with green valley slash cd liquors so that's going to be our next release is a maker's mark uh but we went to a, an event that they hosted um and met some the people that we've been working with in the past and uh it's great to finally put faces to names and everything so uh, we got invited it ended at eight it was downtown south loop and we thought that we were gonna like rush home and that's why we put 9 15 on this but it that we, we got out a little early and then we made it. I'm slightly buzzed after having some uh, some bourbons, but um, I had to run. I had to go get through Wendy's drive-through real quick. I didn't have time to change because I had to take a pregame poop. And here we are. We're rushing through this now. So I I also did that. I did not get food. So and and I, I'm I'm I kept going. So we're gonna be slurring our words by the time Bears talk happens. Yeah. <laughs> So two, two, two things. Well, one thing that I really want to emphasize on that whole uh, Hawks run was not only was this, this stretch really hard, but four of those five uh, road games, they had to sit through openers. Mm -hmm. So these, those were home openers for four of five things. So they had to sit through that whole announcing of every single lineup four times on the road out of five games. That shit gets long, man, because you out there, you're warming up, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're just standing there while they introduce every fucking Joe Schmo that fucking made the team. You know, that shit is kind of a buzzkill, okay? Second, to Johnny's point, there were a lot of boos during the Rocky Warts thing. It was also poor timing of the video because they had it when the Knights were coming onto the ice as well. Oh, so, so they started booing the people on the ice? It, it was mixed because it was they were already booing beforehand, you know, okay. like certain people. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to note was Corey Perry did not get many cheers. It was a very uh, he's yeah, he scored I, he scored another yeah. goal since we last did this podcast, and I still right. said I'm still warming up to him. I, I'm not. Yeah, it's so. not going to be all sunshine and rainbows for Corey Perry. It's been a long, yeah. basically career that he's been a pest to the Blackhawks. A prick. I, I, Prick. I'm getting there. Joey said yeah. to welcome him with open arms. Joey P was like, you know, we we have to trust in Corey Perry, but I, I'm still working on it. Joey P is very nonviolent, nonviolent. He is. He is. He's, he's, the, he's, he's the, the nicest the guy you'll ever meet. He, yeah. He, yeah. Of of the five of us, including Joey, he is definitely the the cool, calm, and collective of the group. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so uh, tonight we're going to start off with some fun. It's a segment that I've been wanting to do for a while. And, you know, me, Peter, Dougie, we're, we're happily married men. We love our lives. Johnny, you're the bachelor of the group. So we thought that we would help you and help give you our Gen Z dating terms rundown, our interpretation of Gen Z dating terms. That's right. Help me. Yes. You're 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 not the young whippersnapper, man. You that you used to be. Sure, you're, you know, maybe a little zaddy, and you got the stash. But you know, you're you're forty. You're forty-one, man. 
So, you know, you got you to gotta be on top of the Gen Z dating. So we're going to help you. You need, to stop a slideshow. You, get you, you need to stop drinking before you get on the show. That's a good point. That's a great point, actually. All right. What do we got? All right. You, so I hold got on, time out. This was a I understand the the caveat of we're doing this because for, for for Johnny. But you have a long running rivalry with Gen Z. You're you basically wanted to do the old man yells a cloud. You're not fooling anyone. Well, it's true. <laughs> Fair enough. But <laughs> I, pre I prepared uh, 15 terms, slangs, whatever you want to call them, that is popular in the in the dating world nowadays uh, amongst the youths. So uh, I figured I show them up, um, put them on the screen, and we can discuss. Have some right. have some fun with this. Okay, right, let's go. All right. First one is. Dry dating, the practice of abstaining from alcohol during dates. Absolutely fucking not. So hold on, because I had just read an article like maybe two weeks ago saying that Gen Z compared to Gen X and every every generation before them are abstaining from alcohol at record levels. We're the alcoholics. But everyone else is into Molly and weed and everything else in between Adderall and and all the stuff that didn't exist when we were around. I mean, it did exist, but not as prevalent. So is it all dry dating? Because, yeah, you could you could not do alcohol, but you could be like, who was it? Like hopped up on goofballs. That's a Simpsons reference because I'm old. That's Simpsons. Um, we, you could be all hopped up on goof goofballs. Hey, I'm OK if you want to go high to a day. You might need it, but. I've always needed some alcohol to get through it. You, you're all, especially on some dates, if you're not like in a serious relationship, you know, you need some of that alcohol to. Wait, go ahead. Hand up because Julie's in the comments and she said, you read an article about dating question mark. No, it was an article no. about alcohol consumption. And that's what I was. <laughs> no, you see, you see, Julie, I was, I come, I, I have like, like my um, Google algorithm that shows like trending topics and stuff like that. So it sends stuff and some stuff piques my interest and I read it. Some stuff I just skip, but I try to research stuff for the show for content. So this seemed like a good segment idea. All right. And yeah. you're all going to bear with me. Cherise is saying dry dating is something different and involves shaving. Dry dating leads, <laughs> leads to dry something else. 100%. Because, like, you need alcohol during dates. Like, you need, like, that icebreaker. You have to, like, well, maybe we do. This is I my mean, whole thing more, on dry dating. And dry dating. Okay. So, let's just say, yeah, you go ahead and you do, like, seven dates dry, right? And then, eighth date, you guys have some drinks, and then he or she's a total douchebag when they're drunk or have a few. Then you've wasted that whole time. Know who, ah, know who they I, are right out of the gates. Exactly, exactly. Because you want to know how they are drunk. That's a that's a big yes. selling point. You need to know how Absolutely. those people are when they're. Are you are you going to have a funny drunk, an angry yeah, drunk, an a wandering drunk? drunk? Yes. You don't know what kind of drunk yes. you're going to get. Like yeah, the worst point. for me is is I I don't like angry drunks and I don't like the wandering drunks who would just like if you were out somewhere they'd just be like where'd they go? Where'd they Next go? thing you know they're yeah. like fucking home or they're in another bar or something that's like yep. that's not that bad 
I'm not gonna name names, and it's no one here, but we know somebody that's like a a pass out drunk, and it's like at the bars. He, he like it's almost weekend at Bernie's, you know, and you gotta yeah. carry him out. <laughs> that's the worst because then you're like basically carrying him like a child out outside of the bar or club or whatever. Yeah, so you need you need that alcohol right off the bat. You need to know what you're getting into. Like yeah. when I was when I was 30, I decided like after I turned 30, I was gonna take the whole year off drinking i was like i want to try to see if i can do it what yeah this was a thing i lasted three months with it i don't i don't remember I, this oh, at shit. all yeah i still went out with you guys i just didn't i just like drank water and didn't drink um but when i was 30 i just i tried to after my birthday i was like all right i'm gonna try to do this and i went on a couple dates with this with this girl and i was like not drinking and she was drinking and I could tell like when when someone's drinking and someone isn't, that's no fun. Like I was yeah, no fun at all. You have to both like, date. You can't do yeah. one or the other. No, like yeah. that's I was like, this isn't gonna work. Like I need to I need to either like go on dates with someone who's who isn't drinking or I need to not date for a year because alcohol just you need it. Also, I was gonna make a joke that you were dry soloing, but that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. All right. Next one. Situationship. A romantic or sexual relationship that remains undefined. So, in other words, a booty call. Right? Yeah, friends with benefits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah friends yeah, with benefits. That, that's just a different – I mean, that they're just different terms now, so I, I don't hate this yeah. one. It, no, no matter what you want to call it, it's a situationship. It, it, it's, it's booty call. Um, yeah. it's like the, uh, the two movies. One was, uh, no strings attached. The other one was friends with benefits. It's all the same shit. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. It's all the same. Um, and maybe, you know, if that person spends a night, you go off for breakfast in the morning or something, that's still, that's still the same thing. It's, uh, it, I, I don't know why they have to put like a, a fancy bow on to make you not feel bad about having a booty call or a friend with benefit. That's what it is. Okay. All right. I don't right. hate this one. It's just nope. All right, next one. Jesus. F for dating, a budget-friendly way of dating that involves choosing low-cost date activities and splitting expenses equally. People don't really want to go all out on the first date itself, so this method works well for those who are active in the dating game. This one, I was a hundred percent a proponent and backer of in my single days. <laughs> in our because, broke days. Uh Yes. That's well, what I was just gonna say. <laughs> you just number two broke. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like there's been times where I would take a girl on a first date and I take her to a like sushi or Italian or some nice restaurant, and I'm out like two two fifty, and I was like, it, it's not going anywhere. So I was a hundred percent proponent of this. Like, let me find a cheap way to find out if she's interested, and then if she is. Maybe we'll go someplace fancier to, on a second it's, or third uh, date. Ball, balling on a budget. Like, you have to do it sometimes, you know? Food, drinks, everything's expensive nowadays. Freaking Biden. Uh, we, like, nothing. <laughs> nothing's cheap. So uh, yeah. I, I, could, I could get with this. And it, this yeah. one, you don't. this doesn't have to be a dating thing. We're married. Mortgages, kids, yes. car payments. I'm cool for this nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, this is a good one. I'm actually behind this one. One of the things I used to always do too is 
when I like for my I had my Cooper's Hawk membership was you get the wine tastings. I'd be like, hey, you want to go do a wine tasting? Doesn't cost me anything. And then if maybe we go for dinner or something afterwards. But it, there's ways to to make these affordable and find out if you know person really likes you. Uh, Teresa so says low cost is fine, but yeah. but splitting is bullshit. So then, would you guys are you guys okay with the split bill on the first date? No, going Dutch, going as they say. Fuck that. Yeah, shit. no, you kind of. Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends on the situation. But no, I, I I think I'd pay for a lot of our dinners up until Julie got her job at Cooper's, and then I get eat for free because I got a, I got my sugar mama. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. I go to Cooper's Hawk and eat whatever I want. <laughs> nice. That's all right. Uh, next up here, cuffing. The act of entering into more serious relationship usually lasting through the colder months of November through March, or in Chicago, as we call it, the non-boating season. <laughs> I was going to say that a lot of times they call that, uh, what is that, uh, a tax tax side piece during tax season? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, this, one makes, this one makes sense, especially in, in, you know, like in the cold climates. You know, you can't be out and about all the time. No, because once the boats go away, what are you going to do? You're just going to, you got to find someone. You got to find, you got to get Christmas presents, right? You know, you want that extra, you need someone to come with you to Christmas parties. You know, maybe you need someone to show up on Thanksgiving for you, with you. You need a New Year's Eve date. You know, if you're still going out on New Year's Eve, you need someone to kiss at midnight. So yeah, this is, this happens that the warm weather comes. Beef loaf is pompous loaf is in yeah. the comments saying I'm glad yeah. I'm glad I ain't broke as y'all, but then I need to hear this story because Cherizi is telling calm down beef. I remember walking <laughs> down the expressway from your broadcast. <laughs> so we gotta hear that story. Hopefully uh, on Thursday. We I need to hear this. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so cuffing, which is a thing. Now here's the antithesis of it. Uh freckling. The gross. act of entering into a more serious relationship during the warmer summer months before ending the relationship during fall or winter season, or as I read this as dating a man with a boat. Yeah. That's in Chicago. You find the guy who has a boat, and then you sit, you relate, you tie yourself up for the summer months until the boat goes away. Who are you speaking for the, right now? The the the, the tots and the hose. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, we we don't know anybody with a boat, and we're not. We've we never been know. in we this should, situation. We, we, yeah, we, we I wish we knew people with boats, but um, we, we, we ain't boat we, people. No. So I had I had a buddy that would do this, but um, it wasn't for boating season. What it was for was getting rid of them before major holidays, like you know Christmas, and having to go meet the family, and you know getting rid of them for Valentine's Day. So you you know he. It was a scumbag, but needless to say. No, I hope someone's got a boat. I like to go on a boat. Moneybags beef loaf should buy a boat. Boat yeah. loaf. Boat. Oh, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good offshoot. All right. <laughs> offshoot. Next one. Nice? Benching. When a when one continues to casually date a partner without committing, essentially keeping them and the potential relationship as an option. Or that's just being a a man whore. Yeah, I mean, that's the other. That's the what's the difference between the other one, the friends with benefit one? 
Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, you're you're going on dates. Are you telling the other people that you're going on dates, or are you just like keeping them, you know, like in the dark about it? Um, yeah. I couldn't. Here's the thing, I couldn't afford options. Okay, <laughs> it was we're going back. I got, to broke, I got, we're we're going back. Yeah, I'm broke. I'm broke as fuck, man. Like I you I got I got focus my attention on one, and you're not even you're getting an afford a date. <laughs> you know, you're not getting fucking multiple. I'm not, Doing multiple steak dinners a weekend, man. Like I don't know this, who can afford segment, to casually date multiple people. This was originally I was thinking this was just going to be you yelling at Gen Z and like old man yells at Cloud. People by the end of this are going to think we were panhandling in our twenties, like on Dan Ryan or something. <laughs> like, we're not that poor, Jason. But w- there was once a time where we were. So I'm just yeah. recalling to back to uh, the twenties and. No pre-marriage for me. Um, but yeah, I don't, this, I don't, unless you have like a, a good amount of money, I don't know who can afford, anyone can afford to casually date multiple people. This is good. Present. Both people are okay with the benefits. Benching sounds one-sided. That, that, just, that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It sounds. So what do we got? All right. Next one here. Next on deck. <laughs> This one's pretty self-explanatory. It refers to lining up a backup date or potential partner in case the current relationship or situation ends. Yeah. Well, kind of like the kind of like the same one as we just just read. Maybe just a different term, but maybe it's you know you're not simultaneously doing this as well. You just keep you maybe said, "Hey, we'll go on a date maybe in a couple of weeks." It's like planning ahead. I mean, I guess it's pragmatic. I, I've I've had this before. I've actually had like backup dates when I had like at my single this, days I have a date. This one sounds scummy though. This one this one's yeah. a problem. This is this yeah. is now I'm gonna use a, a Gen Z term. This sounds like something a fuckboy would do. I've actually I've actually had this in my twenties where I went on a date and I actually had someone Well, you're a fuckboy. Well I was an asshole when I was in my twenties. Yes. But I've I have I have done this before where I actually had a, a backup date lined up in case the first one went AWOL. But I was that was like when I was my early mid twenties. So yeah, I was an oh. asshole back then. Yeah. yeah. All right, halfway through. Damn. Next one. Uh, an old one a waiter. Yeah, this there one is. this one we how all, successful someone with. is at attracting and or flirting with potential partners due to a charismatic personality or silent charm. And it has been Told to us that none of us have the Riz. I ain't trying to have the Riz. No. Johnny, your stash has Riz. The the, the stash has Riz. Riz stash. The, yes. You got that, that stash is like Riz God status, man. Like <laughs> Riz God. Yeah, that's that stash is Riz God right there, man. Um Johnny's even doing anything. He can... He's he, that's part of the silent charm. <laughs> He's just quiet right now. I'm just, I'm Dude, just, this I'm is, just, no, wait, this hold is, on, hold on, wait, 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 hold on. The fact that I didn't know, wait, time out. I didn't know Jason was going to say I needed help with this stuff. Yeah, that's, all. that's, dude, that, <laughs> that was fucked up, Jason. That, was that up. I don't. I was trying to be, you know, folksy here. What? We can't, uh, we can't joke <laughs> with each other nowadays. Like, shit. No, but I know what Johnny's doing. Johnny obviously is staying silent because we're all incriminating ourselves with our anti-Riz. We, we're so far away from Riz. Johnny just stays silent and he comes out looking like roses. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. That's a good, Barry, that's a good plan. Know, so. That's a good plan. That's a good plan. All right, next. Breadcrumbing. <laughs> the act of providing a partner with just enough affection to maintain their attention while never progressing that's in your relationship. That's fucked up. This one is that's fucked as, up, man. That was fucked up as fuck, man. Like, yeah, that yeah, one, this one is no good. Yeah, if, if people do that, they're that's just a scummy thing to do, man. Like, I don't know. If you, you just gotta like either say I'm into you or I'm not. That's just me. You know, I'd rather you tell me I'm a fat motherfucker and you know I'm not interested in you. I actually had that happen to me one time. Some I, I went on a, on a date, some girl I met online, and she told me I was yeah. too fat for her. Huh? She didn't. She didn't. She didn't like that. She wasn't a dad bod. A dad bod. Like right out of the gates yeah. or like after dinner? Oh yeah. It no. It was like we we met up at a at a bar, and yeah. it was like. First couple minutes, I was talking and she was being very, you know, like just off putish and wasn't really responding. And I was like, "What? Like everything okay? Like, uh, you know, like it was I not not expecting we not what you were expecting from the pictures and everything you saw." And she's like, "No," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Like good, bad." She's like, and then she just like like rubbed her stomach like that, like to point to me that I would because I had a fucking you know beer gut dad bod and that i was that was a turn big turn off for her so i was like okay like have a good night and i walked out looks like you dodged a bullet my friend yeah i did but, i don't know uh, who i don't know who like, julie's co- talking about in this comment but i just hope it's it's dougie that's all right dougie. yeah so um i i appreciate when if someone just says yeah you're not you're not my type or I'm not attracted to you. Like, don't, don't lead me on and never waste my time. That's my thing. So the weird thing is I just saw a thing on brain games. Have you ever seen that? It's, it's this show, I guess, but it's called brain games. And they said that the average human being makes up their mind, whether they're attracted to you or not in 15 seconds of meeting you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe your first 15 seconds were just like, Probably shouldn't have had that fucking enchilada platter before I went to <laughs> the bar. Nah, you do made, you. Made me extra, made me extra bloated. <laughs> you do you. It ended up working out at the end. It did. Yeah, it's it all did. The, you know, it's all as well. It ends well. It's the butterfly yep. effect. If you don't have that That's enchilada right. platter, then you might not meet Sarah thirty years later. However yeah. old you are. No, that, that was that was like yeah, that was definitely in my twenties. Um, all right, next one here. Uh, Tuffle, a cuddle date. Something sometimes in the initial phase of relationship, a date is arranged with the attention of cuddling only, without any expectation of sexual activity, though it may lead to that if both partners feel a strong connection. This is more significant gesture than just asking to hang out. This sounds fucking horrible. I mean, no, hold on. Nobody's doing this for real. Who's (laughs) saying cuffle? I mean, this is just a fake thing on the internet. I don't I refuse to believe this is real. Yeah. Um, if it for me, if if I'm saying I want to cuddle, it's lasting five minutes, and then and then <laughs> the, the the fuckery is gonna start. Okay, because right. so i six minutes total. <laughs> yeah, you know we're on a, we're we're on busy schedules. You know, Dougie. You know, I got I got things to do. Um, uh, bourbon to drink, but any guy who says. I, I just want to fucking cuddle is full of shit. Cuddling leads to insertion. Yeah, that's that's what it uh, is. And if you're if you say I'm lying, then you're lying because 
cuddling leads to sex. Unless it's unless you cuddle after sex. But that actually can lead to more sex. So it's a vicious circle of cuddling and sex, cuddling and sex, cuddling and sex. So I, dog, I tell you this. Dog, the, dog chases the, tail? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. He need, the, uh, we need to, we the need name, to hose you. We need to hose you down for a little bit. <laughs> I, so the, the name lost me right out of the gates because I didn't have dinner and it, I'm thinking about waffles now. I don't know why. So total fat guy. I don't know. A waffle date. Now we're talking. Yeah. Waffle date. I get to get down with that. Put some barbecue on that too. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We got next up here. We got five left. Jeez. Cushioning. When someone maintains or seeks another potential relationship to keep their options open while same simultaneously in a committed relationship like this that's, is another, another scumbag thing yeah. there's another scumbag fuckboy thing it sounds like the other one there's there's no real difference between that one and the other one. yeah except this you're one, in a committed boo, relationship already boo this, it's just, it's, this just call us what it is you're fucking cheating you're, yeah, you're cheating cushioning yeah. there's no cu- there's no cushioning don't don't try to put a fucking you know boat or cherry on top or you know wrap this in a nice present it's it's fucking cheating all right, what do we got? All right, next. Kitten fishing. No, <laughs> no just let me read it. Hold on. When one misrep- misrepresents themselves on dating apps with smaller lies than the more overt catfishing example, <laughs> adding an inch or two to your height or using old photos. I have done this. Uh, Everybody well, lies in their like, that's, Well, Peter, that's you were you, you were with Julie before the whole dating app. Everybody lied in their Tinder profile. No one yeah, tells the truth I, on that shit. No one tells the truth. I used I use old ish photos. I wouldn't say I used like photos from like when I was, you know, twenty two and skinny, but I've used you maybe photoshopped a photo that was yourself? like I, I I would maybe have used a photo that was like four or five <laughs> you know the, years old. It, it's good. Maybe a little the, less the, the the drawing of the abs, the airbrushing abs. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I maybe use a photo that where the the beer gut wasn't as prominent, you know. So I've done this. I never added. I never put my height in my profile though, because that's just I'm, 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 you know, short king stuff, man. I'm five eight. CD so. CD forty four is this all makes sense now. This is this is how HBIC ended up being too fat on a date because you were lying in your profiles. That's that was that was probably true. I probably should if I put a more accurate representation of myself, I wouldn't have wasted my time, but. <laughs> Everybody lied. It's like a resume for a job interview. Everybody lies, you know. So you 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 put a little something in there that maybe gets you a swipe, and then you hope they don't call you out on it. But yeah, Peter, I don't know where your head went with kitten fishing right away, but I mean, that just sounds like an outrageous term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All right, Beef Loaf is kitten fishing literally on his own podcast not two weeks ago. He's saying that now he's growing as a 40-something-year-old. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. It's crazy. No one believes it. Uh, all right. Uh, a dater view. A dater view is a type of date where you are bombarded with questions that make it seem like you're in a job interview instead of a romantic setting. When your date asks numerous questions about your life without any indication of romance or flirtation, and it can quickly turn into a it can quickly turn into a date review. And I have been on those. Those are fucking atrocious. Like when it's just like, oh, so what's what's your favorite this? Do you like this? Do you like that? Like, 
Can we just yeah. have like a casual, like free flowing, organic conversation? Like the the constant bombardment questions is just like, no, you, you want to ask? Is there anything you want to ask me? Like, just I don't mind. Relax. I don't mind that. that that's like, a, no. do you remember MySpace when you did like the fifty questions, and then like yeah. you posted on your goddamn yeah. MySpace and stuff like that? That's that's the in person version of this. Favorite food, favorite topic, favorite this, favorite that. Get things out of the way. It's efficient. This is efficiency. And I'm a man of efficiency. I like that. Okay. I, you know what? When I got home from work today, it was my first day of work in like weeks. I feel like I got data reviewed by my wife. Like I was bored to shit. I tuned her out. <laughs> How dare you ask me about myself on a date? Outrageous. I think there's a, I think there's a fine line though between like asking about yourself and just bombarding with with questions i think you have to like how do you get like... to know somebody oh well he, he i think it's more rapid fire is what this is yeah you know like a pardon like the interruption like... yeah yeah no I've, I've i've been on date with type of this like it's they're not fun they suck all right two more stonewalling when, a, when one partner is in a relationship, is emotionally inaccessible to the other and instead withdraws from conflict and or refuses to communicate. In other words, marriage. Ah, <laughs> just, kidding. just kidding. Just kidding. Love you, baby. Yeah, um, yeah it doesn't seem like a good, it doesn't seem like a good healthy relationship if there's no communication or emotional accessibility. Yeah, Maybe that's not a relationship. No, Stone it's time to move on. All right. Last one. Taze. It's a blend of the words talking phase, the period in every relationship that people enjoy the most as they learn about each other's lives, likes, and dislikes. All right. I'm going to say this is. What's wrong with this? I, I okay. I hate the, I, I always hated the talking phase like, you suck dude you're fucking miserable I'm, and he's telling know. me i need and he's telling I me i get out of here dude uh, dude i remember and julie's in the comments she'll attest to this there was one time we stayed up we both had work the next day we stayed up to like four in the morning just learning mm. like talking like this tasing or whatever oh, yeah. this is that's how you get to know somebody no you hang up no you hang up first no you hang up no you hang up first yeah. we've all done that shit yeah. No, just and then just, one of the parent one of the parents picks up the phone. One of you motherfuckers hang up. <laughs> yeah. No, this was this for me it was always just like, all right, you wanna Ah, okay. I'm not gonna go there. Um <laughs> No no no, I was I, I I'm not gonna but I'll I'll tell Taco you guys gladiators Taco Gladiators behind you. Who the hell talks anymore? No, just who I don't like if you want to get to know someone like just, I guess, go talk. in person. No, just go see. I I never liked the talking phase. Get to the sex. Get right. Get to the. Sex. <laughs> uh, hose you down. We gotta hose this guy down. Outrageous. All right. That's that is all. That is everything I got for the. Uh, whoops, Peter. What the hell was that? That was, that was my Dude. MV. That was my MV. My bum of the week. But you. That was, that was literally a bum of the week. This is this. Okay, well, 
teasing for the for the end of the show. Teasing, tasing. <laughs> some, that's something. Teasing, tasing. There's what the fuck. All right. Well, that was our jet. That was our take on Gen Z dating. Um, some of those terms are, I think, aren't necessarily Gen Z. I think they just kind of like the shit on it. But because some of those I applied to, like when I was single, even twenty years ago, it kind of stuff applied. Just different terms. So. All right. Sucks and bears. Tyson Bajan. That's how Tyson we get this. Th- that's how we get this show back on the on the rails. A backup back on quarterback the rails. everyone loves. Yeah. Um, you, you know, my thing about with the Bears yesterday, the Raiders are the cure for all your issues. Because they they ran, they scored. Um I didn't really care that they didn't let Bajent like throw past the line of scrimmage a lot. So a lot of screen passes, a lot of swing passes, a lot of the flat. But um, yeah, there you go. So you wanted to go ahead, look at that. Like, what is that? Two passes past ten yards. Yeah, Jesus. one pass, one pass past sixteen yards. Basically, so I brought this up because if this was a Justin Fields game. We would have been screaming our ass off. Like, what the hell? Right. Throw the ball down the field. Throw the ball to DJ Moore. But it wasn't. And the only thing that changed wasn't necessarily Tyson Bajan. While I give him credit, like, he got the ball off fairly quickly. It seems like his internal clock works a little bit faster than Justin Fields. So that is a plus. But the main thing was that the O-line was doing whatever they want. They took Max Crosby completely out of the game. And the running game with Dante Foreman were running down their throats. So, yeah, of course, the game script led to this being an awesome game. And it's still 162 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. He, The the thing is, zero, zero turnovers, one sack. That's how you win games. And, and, and also, Josh McDaniels is a, maybe a worse close worse coach than uh, Matt Eberflus. So that also helps. But the people clamoring that, like, this is the future or, or Tyson Bajan, we have a good backup. That's the first thing I, I, I saw out of this, is you can have Tyson Bajan as a backup for years to come because he looked a lot better than the what was on the other side of the field with Brian Hoyer and, and whoever else the other guy was um, in the second half where they put him in the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It seems like he can be competent, which is awesome. I don't think he's the future for the bears, but for now it just makes you think like, so realistically, do you think if Justin Fields was healthy next week, which he's not, they already said he's not right. Who do you start? Justin Fields. Yeah. You're going to start Justin Fields. Yeah, they're not going to go. I mean, I mean, they still want to see what he can do. I mean, obviously, yeah, okay. a lot of people are, you know, like we've we've seen enough, you know, type type of deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, it just it's like it's not going to change, man. Like, I mean, he, 
I, I, I like Bajan, what he was doing. He didn't, you know, it, it kind of reminded me, I, I hate to say this right now, but it kind of reminded me of like Kyle Oren not doing like it, those little things that he, he did. Um, he wasn't flashy or anything like that. I'm not saying he was the greatest backup. I'm just saying that he didn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, you know, no interceptions. And yeah, he was doing screen passes that actually fucking worked for once. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just, I mean, you'll see how he does against the Chargers because obviously he's going to be starting um, against them. Uh, but I mean, I don't know, like, uh, you know, we still got to see what, you know, fields can do. And that's, they're going to stick to that until, you know, the end of the season. They're not going to change that. Yeah. The thing that stood out immediately was Luke Getze calling a good game plan. He, I mean, he put Tyson Bajan in positions to win and everything worked out as good as possible. The other thing was the defense was buzzing. The defense for the last like three weeks or so looks like they're finally getting things together. Uh, Jalen Johnson, two picks. He looks awesome. Um, now these, yeah, Jalen, about... Jalen Johnson's getting paid now. So that's the thing. It's yeah. like, uh, somebody was complaining about like, well, that's his only his first two picks in however many games. Like, yeah, but people don't throw to him. Jalen Johnson is damn good. Um, mm-hmm. but not only that, the linebackers are rounding out the form. We're still not rushing the passer at all. Um, right. we're not getting enough sacks, but the defense seems like it's turning around. I don't know if it was the bomb ass Allen Williams leaving or Matt Eberflus figuring it out or Phil Snow, the new defensive coordinator that I feel like that name just came out of the blue randomly this week. And it's like, oh no, Phil Snow is calling the plays. I'm like, ooh. But okay, hey, Al Snow's whatever. brother. Yeah, Al Snow's brother. What does everybody want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously, I thought the Bears were going to win this game when I heard that Brian Hoyer was playing. Deontay Adam or Devontae Adams was looked like he was going to just get like 15 catches in the beginning of that game. They did a pretty good right. job of shutting him down uh, as the game yeah. progressed. But like in that first drive, he caught like three passes and then. Um, it was like he was going to have a monster game, but kudos to Jalen Johnson for, you know, getting the picks on, you know, and cover, covering him and doing just, yeah, he's he's going to be good. Um, but, you know, it, it was a good, you said, Peter, Getsy called a good play. When there was good, when the Raiders were pressuring, a lot of checkdowns, you know, Devontae For, Deontay Foreman had a big, yeah, big game, three touchdowns. Let's you not, know, two rushing, yeah, one let's passing. not forget about it. His rushing. It was, it was um, yeah. And even the uh, the other guy, the their fourth stringer, uh, Darrington Evans. Yes, Evans. Yes, I mean he was fucking right. He got drug tested. He was running so hard. I saw he saw a tweet <laughs> that he got drug tested after the game because he was running with authority and running through people. But that was just a good like instead of Badgett like trying to scramble and he did scramble a few times and caught yards. But he he did as soon as he saw the pressure, it was like boom, get rid of it, boom, get rid of it, check it down and. He he played what the defense was giving him. The defense was coming, keep on pressuring, and instead of dropping back in the coverage and forcing him to throw, they kept on trying to rattle him, and he just made him pay time after time. Yeah, two things I want to see, and I, it's it's almost like you don't want to see, but, I mean, you might as well. I want to see him play when they're down 20 at halftime because Justin Field had a bunch of those things. It's like if you really want to see what Tyson Badgen is, like have them throw all of the second half, you know, and that's well, going to, we might find it out next week. One of the, yeah. So we'll see I, the chargers. They're like Jekyll and Hyde, man. Like I, I can't figure yeah, them which, out. 
which charges are we going to get? But uh, yeah, I mean, Keenan Allen kind of game, having another monster season. There's a chance like oh. this game. Like, I could see two things. I, it, it could be a like crazy ass shootout, or it could be like 12 12 because you never know what you're going to get with either of those teams. Yeah. But uh, good this good for the Bears. Um, Panthers were on bye, so they're still going to have the number one pick. Um, I think. Uh, I think Minnesota's currently winning yeah. against the the 49ers. Uh so they, yeah, if they win, that'd be good for the Bears as well. Um but yeah, we'll still we're still looking in good shape for that keeping the number one overall pick. So I like it. All right. That's our quick bear stop. Unless you guys want to bring up anything else before we no, that was that was it. No. The the one thing, I mean, obviously, Luke or Matt Eberflus is still a bum. He's always going to be a bum. The the way they played really conservative to end the half, like they had timeouts, yeah, that... they could have thrown the ball. They kind of, I mean, it was some pussy ass football. Uh, that kind of made me mad. But in the long run, you know, thirty to twelve win, you can't complain too much. But it just seems like you know when when there's decisions to be made, Eberflus is making. All of the wrong yeah. ones because like what, I, I, mean, I, I ball, really you know get I really points. hope next week they need to push that ball downfield. It can't just be all within ten yards and checkdowns. It's they gotta push well, the ball against the Chargers. I mean the NFL is not stupid. They're gonna see the game script. They're gonna see the plays that they that they call this week, and now they're gonna have to throw the ball on the field. You, you're gonna have yeah. to stretch the field or figure out something else because you know there's no way you're gonna go two weeks in a row winning games with like you know throwing what was basically yeah yeah like two yard three yard four yard passes like it, you're gonna figure they're gonna have to figure it out yeah there's they're gonna load up that area all right all right let's uh let's get into our listener bums and mvbs this week film me i'm instagram famous you fucking bum <laughs> i think he's a bum I think he's an absolute bum. You're a real crumb bum. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. 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 I was a little slow on the trigger. That's okay. It happens. You've had some, we've had some bourbons tonight. We've had, some we've had a couple two tree bourbons. All right. Uh, Missy, she's in the comments. Bum of the week. The sidewalks in the one pole in Fulton Market. Swollen ankles, swollen cheek, broken dreams. This sounds like just very on brand. It's it's side sidewalks, curbs, any of that. Like we're gonna have to get her like a hard hat. Dougie, you both of us, we have some reflector vest, maybe a hard hat, some steel toe boots or something. Something yeah, but the reflector is for like other people. We need something like a hamster wheel or something. Like you the know. big styrofoam balls that people you can like charge into and like bounce or, off people, yes. like or the yeah. American Gladiator balls, yeah, or, or one of those sumo suits. Okay, yeah. Oh, no. now we're okay. I, I, wait. Even better. We'll just keep it cost effective. We'll just get like a hula hoop, and like have it like go into like a belt or something, and then she'll have like but, a but but it has foot, to be like, like multiple radius. hula hoops. It, yeah, it's got to be like equator. And then like the prime meridian, and then some. Uh, it's got to be uh, all the yeah. axes, you know. It's it can't yeah, just be. You're right. Hula. You're right. You can't just be the y axis guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Z and yep, yeah. yep. We're talking math, yeah. baby. That's right. 
All right. Yeah, man, Jack, bum of the week. Me for sitting on my glasses. Womp, womp. That's tough. MVP, That's a tough most scene. valuable baloney. Uh, dude has an insane amount of frames. He's like Elton John or something. Can a brother get an extra pair, please? I got it's Zenny. I mean, Zenny, they, they come from China. They're cheap ass glasses. They might take um, you like six, seven weeks to get here. They're sponsor of the Bulls. Shout out Chicago Bulls. But yeah, Zenny, Zenny frames. You could get them uh, cheap. Uh, Mailman Jack, MVB, most valuable baloney. Tomorrow, I just checked the calendar right there. Right, right there. Uh, yeah, tomorrow yeah. is National Baloney Day. So let's oh, all shit. give it up to ah, National all Baloney right. Day. Yeah, National Hell Peter. Yeah. You get your own National Day, dude. Why don't oh, you enjoy yeah. yourself? Cheers, motherfuckers. <laughs> I like that. I hope everyone get me something, buy me something. I uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Happy National Baloney Day. I don't remember what's in here. <laughs> That's something good. All right. Next up. Uh, fan of the bums, Jeff Bartlett. My MVB is Trevor May for calling out trash ownership in Oakland. Sadly, we don't know what it is like for an athlete to have the stones to do that on the south side of Chicago. Um, I didn't see his comment, but I like it already because I like when players revolt against ownership. So he retired, and he's been like a lot of athletes nowadays. They do Twitch or they do streaming. And, you know, they're playing video games, Call of Duty or whatever, but they're also talking to the fans and stuff. So immediately after he retired, he was on Twitch and he laid into the Oakland's ownership and basically the owner of the Oakland, uh, the Oakland A's saying he was a spoiled rich kid and take your money, your family's money and go do something else. It was awesome. I I, I, uh, I second Jeff Bartlett's uh, okay. bomb of the week or MVB because, uh, yeah, Trevor May was awesome. Uh, in CD44, MVB Giannis extension worth 62 million a year. He's getting fucking paid. Good for him. Uh, bum, Patrick Williams having to pay him money and he's still being totally reliant on his potential. Not re yeah, I heard that they're not picking up his fifth year, so he's going to be a restricted free agent uh, next year. So that sounds like another wasted pick by the Bulls. That was a tough pick. I, I, I had high hopes for Patrick Williams coming out of the draft. I thought he could be um valuable uh, he was like he they were touting him as like a really good defender and and it just never happened it sucks yeah all right what else we got here uh sam king ass sam ass samuel ass uh bum of the week brian abreu obviously for the hit by pit for throwing at uh at Dolas garcia and he's the mvp because he did the grand slam shut up all the astros fans good for him that was fucking awesome just silence i we haven't talked much MLE playoffs, but they've been we have awesome. Not. So I was going to ask you guys, I, I don't know, um, like obviously we were out. I didn't even check the scores, but I know the Rangers were uh, kicking ass. Um, yeah, uh, it's bottom. It, it's 11 to three right now, bottom of the eighth. So congratulations, Texas, on your World Series. Yeah, I was rooting for Philly, uh, Philly Arizona's game seven. I, I'm, I'm all in on Philly. I think uh, the the crowd and everything else. I mean, Bryce Harper and Schwarber. And I mean, I know it's bandwagon shit, but there's only four teams left. So I was all in on Philly. I was rooting for Jose Abreu. And Julie asked me while we were watching one of the games. And she's like, don't you hate the Astros? Astros? And I was like, I think I like Jose Abreu more than I hate the Astros. And I didn't have any connections to the Rangers. So I was rooting for the Astros, but. I guess they're out. Yeah, sucks. Sucks for Peter to get one game away from a World Series and for them to. Do. But I mean, again, hate the Astros. So happy for yeah. Texas, but uh, catch twenty-two, right? 
So who, um, who are you who who are you rooting for? Uh, if it's a Rangers Phillies World Series, I'll go Phillies yeah, or or the Diamond Diamondbacks. Oh, if I, I would I would I would root for Diamondbacks or Phillies over the over the Rangers. Okay, Johnny. Yeah, I'm going for the Phillies. I already I already put a bet in that Kyle Schwarber is going to get the NLCS MVP. Um, <laughs> and I also placed a bet on the Phillies to win the World Series. So I definitely have you know interest in that that game. If you know, obviously, if they advance. Douglas, right. I'd like I'd like to I'd like to see the D backs take it. You yeah. and uh, Bruhan Luke are br- the only yeah. two Diamondbacks fans ever. Yeah, the the one thing we didn't mention: fuck Dusty Baker. Oh, I... <laughs> fuck right. him. Yeah, I got no, I got no I got no beef with Dusty. I mean, he, he's an old curmudgeon, but it is what it is. All right, let's get to let's get to ours right now. Uh, Dougie, you're back. Why don't you start us off? All right. I am bumming the time change that I had with travel. Uh, It has fucked me up uh, sleeping wise and everything like that. So I am a complete fucking mess right now. So that is bum of the week. Uh, MVB. uh, Hopefully he's still here. Taco Gladiator. Um, When we're at the game, uh, Johnny posted that tweet and was like, hey, you know, we're all at the Hawks game. And uh, he was like, oh, man, wish I was there. Could have bought a round. And Alexis was like, here, here's my Venmo. And he fucking bought a round. So awesome. I appreciate those drinks. Thank you, Taco Gladiator, MVB. Awesome. Good dude. Stand up guy. All right, Johnny, you're up. Um, my, uh, what I'm going to start with my what a bum. And I, it's something that I actually posted up, um, while I was at the Bears game. And it's something that we've probably complained about plenty of times at Bears games is the fucking bathrooms. Um, I've never. The, I went to go downstairs just to get up like a pretzel. I was, I was I was pretty hungry. I didn't really drink that much, and there's a reason why I don't drink too much at the Bears games because I don't want to miss a fucking whole quarter just waiting in fucking line just to go to the bathroom. Um, this line was completely closer to the like you literally. I might as well have just been sitting. I mean, this line was going way out um, of like closer to the seats. Like it was, it was fucking insane how long, how long this line was. Um, this has never changed. This has been going on for, for years. Um, they, I mean, I mean, it's the way that they built that stadium as well too, especially in that, in that particular section is that you're just waiting in line for, for average and you're going to, you're definitely going to miss a quarter or, or, you know, it is a quarter. Uh, it's a quarter. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, just waiting in the, in line. So, um, I mean, that, that's never going to change. So yeah, they're definitely what a bum. Um, my MVB is probably, people that you don't know but you'll know here in a second so i gotta thank marcy rubin and zach blad i hope i'm saying this guy's name correctly because i am uh had uh got i submitted a a couple paintings uh to to get in in another art show and they selected not only one but they selected two for their pop uh art show uh coming up here in november so i'm going to be there uh once again uh having two paintings up there so i do appreciate them once again um you know selecting my my artwork hell yeah very good we'll be there very good i'm gonna i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna be there in shorts because last time we were there there was i mean it's it's, i mean it's definitely gonna be i think it's definitely gonna be a little bit more colder you know at that time but yeah bring shorts uh, uh, yeah i'm with the shorts and flip-flops oh, oh all right question <laughs> for you last time you were there 
it was your first time and yeah. obviously you were very excited and, and you have a right to be you were in a full ass suit i mean you looked like you were it was you know dressed to the nines yeah are you going suit again hell yeah i mean i i gotta go yeah. fucking classy that's that's the way that's the there way i go. do it man that's how i fucking roll swamp so, ass that shit all day man hell yeah. yeah there you go <laughs> all right peter you're up uh mvb dougie uh the australian beer reviews like you like we mentioned you're bringing in viewerships you're, you're bringing in subscriptions that we did not expect anybody watching from australia we love you um luke longley and all that shit yeah <laughs> Um, and my bum of the week, it's uh, 90s R&B singer Brian McKnight. Do you guys remember Brian McKnight? I do. Oh, yeah. that, that's, that, that song, Back to One or something like that. Anyway, he announced the birth of his child. Um, congratulations, I guess. He says, proud to announce our son, Brian Kanoya Makoa Jr. The world with the release of my new album, Lovingly, Lovingly for Him because I am also proud to announce that I'm legally changing my name to exactly match my son. My legal name now is Brian Kanoa McCoa McKnight, McKnight Sr. So he changed his name to match his sons because he has a 20-ish year old son already named Brian McKnight Jr. And he, he asked his older son to change his name. And the older son said, fuck you, no way. And then, yeah. so then so then Brian McKnight changed his name. What the fuck is that? That's the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. I'm a junior. Johnny, you're a fourth generation. Imagine your dad going to be like, hey, man, you got to change your name because I got another kid coming and I want him to be the junior. That's fucking crazy. So wow. the only thing I thought of is... You know, like these celebrity boxing Jake Paul things are very popular. Barstool, Barstool has rough and rowdy. Brian McKnight and Brian McKnight Jr. have to rough and rowdy for the rights to that name. And I don't care if he's 60 and he's 20. If you want that name, you got to fight for it. That's I like that. That's, that's <laughs> fucking funny. Make it happen. Crazy. He, was, he, he was pretty much like, you had 20 years with this name. You ain't done shit. I'm taking it back. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, too. Like, what if this, what if the 20-year-old kid's like some bum? Yeah. Right. Crumb bum. Like, what, if he's a, not, what if he's a fuck boy and a bunch of, yeah, you're not you worth, know, whatever the, the term is. <laughs> that's fucked up, though. I don't like Brian McKnight. Fuck that guy. Uh all right, I'm going to take us home here. Um, I'm going to start with my MVB. Uh, it's two. It's um, Aria and Greg from Makers and Beam uh, for hosting us tonight, inviting us out. We had a great time. Uh, good meeting, everyone. Uh, hopefully, I'm going to sneeze here in a second. Hopefully, I'm not. Uh, but thank you, thank you to them for uh, for having us come out to that event. That was very nice of them to invite us. They didn't have to. Um, Okay, and my what a bum. Uh, Peter kind of teased it real quick and flashed it, and I got to put it back on the screen now. I didn't know you had um, another slide. Yeah. Um, my bum of the week is Brecky Hill, uh, Instagram model who's hollering, sliding into the DMs, as they say, for Connor Bedard. First off, stay away from our boy. I don't, we don't need no Instagram model corrupting him. Okay? He needs to focus on hockey. I realize he's a horny 18-year-old, but no, stay away from him. Second... If you're going to holler at the future of the NHL, wear his fucking jersey. Don't wear a Jonathan Taves jersey. 
Like you're wearing the wrong jersey and you're trying to slide into Connor Bedard's DMs. What is fucking just quick Google search? We'll yep. find his number. You can buy his jersey pretty readily available. What if she's an EH NHL 24 player or whatever? Because Foe had the bum of the week last week. They have in the video game Bedard wearing 19. Maybe they this did. is all maybe this is all EA sports faults again. Yeah, but I we need her to stay away from our boy. They, he needs to focus on scoring goals and playing hockey. And whatever he does in the offseason is fine. But even that, I don't I hope that he doesn't we don't need to turn him into like one of those guys who starts dating like every fucking Kardashian or celebrity musician, whatever, like those always like, seem to be distractions. I like that you draw the line at your sports stars, your sports players. Yeah, that's where right. the that's where the horny line starts. I, I I am I am fully on board though with Taylor and Travis though. I am fully uh, on board with them. I mean everyone is at this point. Yeah, but that's but that's Kansas City though. So but uh stay away from Connor, man. All right. That's our show. Um next week it's our Halloween spook spectacular show yuck 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 uh we're gonna be in costume <laughs> we are gonna be in costume we don't know what costume but we're all gonna be in costume it's gonna be halloween themed we're gonna you have halloween trivia we got yep it's gonna be fun i'm excited about it yes so uh join us next week we'll be back halloween you guys have a great week see you soon welcome back dougie i missed you missed you guys